What's up, folks? We are live once again on a beautiful Wednesday afternoon here at the wheelhouse. I don't know if that's too loud or not. We're jamming blues today, um, such as every day. I don't, know. I don't know. I'm just been in a blues tick lately, but today we've got a special guest for you. Um, this guy's coming all the way from California, and uh, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be interesting. Stick around. Before we get to him, you know we got to roll that intro. Welcome to Wheelchair Wednesday. All right, everybody, let's give it up for Mr. Tony Neary. What is going on, my friend? What's up, bro? How you doing today? Doing pretty good. Getting around. You know, I woke up this morning kind of in a funk, like sometimes we all do, but you just got to push through it, man. You got to get through it. Hell yeah, hell yeah. I got a bladder infection right now, bro, so I feel you. Oh, no. How do you get a bladder infection? What happened there? I went camping, and I had too many beers. You know, I always have too many beers, and I've never had a bladder infection. That's... Really? That's good, bro. That's good. Don't jinx it either. Yeah, no, watch. Good. Now I'm talking crap about it, and it's going to happen to me. <laughs> Please, knock on wood. All right. Yeah, right. So what's going on, man? Everybody watching, this is a live show. Thanks for tuning in. If you do catch us after live, no worries. Um, let us know in the comments, you know, how, how you enjoyed it. Mr. Tony, Anthony Tony, It's I asked him before we started, he says, you know, it's, you know, my parents spelled Anthony wrong, but everybody says Anthony, but he goes by Tony. Um, but if we sound weird, if something don't sound right, let us know in the comments, um, and we'll try to get it going. Like I said, this is live. We don't know what's going to happen. But... Um, before we get into all the questions and stuff, which is pretty much the first question, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, tell people uh, who you are, where you're from, and how did you get injured? All right. So my name is Anthony Netty. Um, I'm from San Diego, California. I've basically lived here my whole life. Um, this is where I was born and raised. Um, um, I grew up with both of my parents. I'm the oldest of three. So, so you know... Uh, Growing up, being the oldest, you know, I didn't have no big brothers or nothing like that. So, so I kind of had to. My mom was a little tough, you know, so mm -hmm. I had to kind of catch up quick. Right. Um, uh, I grew up around gangs. Uh, that's kind of how I ended up in the chair due to a uh, gang shooting. I was 19 years old when I got shot. Uh, but or my early childhood, I just remember being around gangs. That's uh, and what comes with it. What uh, you know. Cops being around all the time, helicopter. Um, you right. see gang fights. You see people getting hurt in the street. Um, and my my parents were good parents, bro. They weren't gang members or nothing like that. So they tried to keep me away from that stuff. And but I was just attracted to it as a kid. That was like the thing to be. Right. At that time, I I was born in, in 1990, so I grew up in the 2000s. Mm -hmm. and that was the era where I was really growing up and. And yeah, man, and that's practically how I ended up in the wheelchair. Um, eventually in the wheelchair, you know, I started working with at-risk youth. Uh, there was people that were trying to get me involved with that. And in the beginning, I didn't want to. Um, and that was kind of like where I learned how to, where I learned about myself and how to deal with the chair and, and deal with my issues and issues that I had even before that, you know, even before the wheelchair, before the wheelchair ever happened, I already had issues because wanting to be in a gang member is not a, a thing I recommend. It's not a, it's not a good thing. Right. But at that time, I thought that was like the thing to be, the thing I had to be. And, and well, that's how I ended up in the chair. And 
like I said, I ended up working with the kids from like, let's say I started really working with them like in 2012. And I recently stopped working with them in 2022. So I was working with them for like 10 years. So you work with um, uh, like kids. Are you talking about like the, the misplaced youth, the ones that you're trying so, to yeah, keep so out of the game? Kids on probation, kids on probation, kids in juvenile hall. Okay. Uh, kids that have been there for murder, um, kids that, you know, are there for gang violence, robberies, um, crossing drugs around the border, across the border, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, stuff like that. So, and some of them are petty. Some of them are, um, they got caught with weed or, or you know, stuff like that. Nothing, nothing, nothing that's serious. Nothing super serious, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. So yeah, so those type of kids. I was my last four years. I was working in juvenile hall. My first six, I was working in probation schools, uh, or some regular schools, regular high schools, you know. Um, but mostly it was kids on probation and and you know kids that mostly have a, a tough, a tough, a tough life. You know. How long? Up. How long have you been uh, in the chair for? Uh, Thirteen years. I got shot May twenty six, two thousand ten. And yeah, May 26, 2010. Damn, so 13 okay. years in the chair. Yeah, bro, I was 19 years old when I got shot. Let me ask you this. Uh, question number two is, would you walk if you could? Now, what I mean by that is, if you could go back to that time, um, you know, would you would you choose to not be there that night and then live, live your life the rest of the way out that way? Or, you know, that means giving up everything since you've been in the chair. Or would you stay where you're at now? Man, damn, bro. That was a really good question. Wow. wow. <laughs> yeah, you caught me off guard. I like that. I really do. Man, Um, it's a tough one, bro. I'm going to be honest. It's a really tough one. Um, And this is why, bro. You know, today, you know, I, I'm a father. Um, I have, my daughter was born in 2020, like right when in the pandemic, she was born in 2020. Uh, my, my wife is pregnant right now as we speak. She's like three, four months. Um, I live a, a a normal life, bro. Like, really normal life. But um, right. but damn, it's, it, that's a tough one because you know if I if I was walking, bro, I would be dead or in jail. Right. So, I I miss me being able to stand up and walk and run and and do those things that I that I was able to do, bro. But I have what I have today, and and I don't know if I would have had that if I was walking. So. Um. Uh, I would have to stay like this. Yeah, yeah. All right. I feel yeah, you, man. I'm with you. There are people that would go back. You know what I mean? I mean, it's it's. Um, I've I've talked to more that would stay the way they are now, but there are people yeah. out there that have you know they're like I've done it, I've seen it, I want to go back. You know what I mean? And I get it. I mean, people that were injured when they were real young, that never got to experience being an adult, or you know, even like you, you were just a kid pretty much. Um, yeah, me, bro. Honestly, the reason and the reason why I say that too is because that lifestyle, that gang lifestyle, is fake, bro. Is it like eventually I ended up? I had to learn the hard way that that life is fake, that it's not real. That the 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 stuff that we preach, we don't end up doing, right? You know, and and so it, that's why it's like, man, why would I go back to that to something that is not real, something that that, that it ain't gonna get? I ain't gonna get nothing back in return, but taking my life away or my freedom you know or my right. the ability to walk almost like god gave you a second chance and here you are today oh he, did, bro. Oh, he definitely did bro he's he yeah man. i like the tattoos i've seen the tattoos on the neck yeah, like the crosses. 
Yeah, my Pieta and my crosses. Yeah. Yeah, they were like, I just got these like 2022. I had extra money. Nice. So I, said, I know, that's yeah. one thing I don't got. I got one on the back of my neck, but I don't got one on the sides of the back or the front. Um, so you mentioned something about you uh, You have a wife or a girlfriend. That was my next question is dating married. How does that, how's that going for you? So I, um, so when I ended up in the chair, bro, I had a girlfriend, right? So I was with that chick at that time for about four years. Mm-hmm. So when this happened, I ended up in jail. I didn't, and eventually she left me when I was in jail. Damn. Uh, or I left her. I left her, but because I knew she was doing me dirty, so I left her. Right. And um, and after that, I, ha- I had those insecurities, bro, like, what's going to happen, you know, like, because, you know, you, as a man, you want that, so... Yeah. So, so little by little, I had I had homegirls, you know that that just would would invite me out. By the time I hit twenty one, they would try and invite me to clubs and stuff like that. And I wasn't a club type of guy. I would just start going to bars or clubs with the, with my homegirls. They were my friends. And eventually, little by little, bro, that's kind of how I built my confidence. Like I, they would introduce me to their friends and stuff like that. And uh, you know, that's where I built my confidence in the wheelchair. That's how I had it. But my wife. I've known her since I was 14. We went to high school together. Oh, nice. So, yeah, yeah, we went to high school together, and uh, we went to prom together. But she wasn't my girlfriend. She was just my friend at that time, too. Uh, and we got together when we were 23. We were, like, 23 when we got together. And uh, she has a cousin in the wheelchair. He's a quad. Oh, so, so she was already kind of used to it, not really yeah, she didn't throw her off she or anything. She already knew what a catheter was. She already knew. She knew more about the wheelchair than I did. Nice. Nice. So it was so, and I didn't know that about her. Like until this happened to me, she, she told me, you know, she came to visit me, and, and she stuck. Her, she's been around ever since, bro. Like I said, I've known her since I was fourteen, and. Oh yeah, I gotta give her one of these. Um, you can't hear it, but I just hit the hand clap button for her. So the audience, <laughs> it sounds like the audience, yeah, yeah, yeah. my studio audience. Yeah, um, that's dope. Yeah, she's a good girl. I'm she's glad to hear girl. that. Um, well, it goes to show too that there is always hope. You know what I mean? For those who are single and in a wheelchair, a lot of it's confidence. You know what I mean? You gotta. Have, it's just like anything. If you have confidence, it's gonna follow you. It's like an aura. You know what I mean? You get. You gotta. Yeah. I mean, I mean don't listen to me. I've only been down for four years. I mean, hell, you've been in there for a lot longer than me. But um, no, it's but good it, to hear, though. though boy, like, but it, like, cause this is how I see it. If you're, if you're mentally disabled, bro, there's a difference between being mentally disabled and physically disabled. If you can't move forward from this part, yeah. the rest ain't gonna function. And and so once you know how to control that and just accept who you are and how it goes, bro, and, and little by little you'll see, bro, that it happens. Like, I would think girls were crazy though. Don't get me wrong. I would <laughs> think girls were crazy for hitting on me. I'm like, what's wrong with her? Like. Right. Like, like what's my my wife? I tell them like, what's wrong with you? Like, <laughs> like why? Like, don't why you want to go with a real boy? Yeah. Right. Don't you want to go with somebody that could walk and do everything? And and but like like I said, me and her have like that little thing since we were fourteen and right. And so yeah, bro, it just it worked yeah. out, man. It just worked out. It worked out. That's dope. What's your uh, biggest pet peeve about being in a wheelchair? What bugs you the most? The bathroom stuff. Just the bathroom? Well, like going out and people not having bathrooms or just being in the bathroom, period? Being, so, and I remember in the beginning, bro, I would take two hours in the bathroom. Um, after like a, like like five years, eventually, maybe five years, maybe four, uh, four years in, I was already, it would take me like an hour. I found out how to do it. And so, but the catheters, bro, the catheters sometimes a big issue. Sometimes I run out, you know, and 
Right. And so, and sometimes I get bladder infections. I've had a, a, so many bladder infections, bro. Like I've been in the hospital for that so many times. Um, so that's like my thing right there. Like that, I really that I have to stick that in there to even. That's your yeah. Bro. That's your your arch nemesis. Oh yeah, yeah. It fr- that that freaked me out the first time I found out I had to do that. It freaked me out, and and to this day, like I'm used to it, but. Man, I got a, I got my first UTI uh, a couple years ago. I think it was like one year after I started casting myself, and I okay. got sick as hell for a whole day. Like it was twenty four hour flu bug almost, and then I felt better the next day. And come to find out, it was just a UTI. You didn't get the um, I don't know. I don't know if I did or not. I don't even think we checked it. I just felt like shit. Well, because you could feel it coming on, and then that night, and then I woke up the next day, felt like shit the whole day, and then I was fine afterwards. Sorry, I normally don't yeah. cuss on here, but um, technically, <laughs> technically, my page is eighteen and up. Um, yeah, true. But um, no, so that's totally understandable. What about um, what is something that you wish you could do now that you can no longer do? You want me to be honest? Well, I mean, besides <laughs> that, we, we all—that's like, like the number, number one top of any kind oh, of pair or quad. Okay, that's okay. like the number one. So, I think you know. If you know, know, yeah. If you know, you know. Yeah, yeah. The little, little. I think, that's, I think that's my number one, bro. I'm not even gonna say it, but yeah, I think right. that's my number you one. Yeah. What's, What's besides that, that? What would it be? Oh man, uh, being able to go to the beach and just run in the water. Yeah, yeah. I haven't tried to roll in the sand yet. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I don't even try, bro. Like, yeah, it's 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 a pain in the ass. Like, you need a you need an electrical chair or something like that. You know, I, I did a, an interview with a guy named Ben Hunsinger. Um, he does gladiator. It's called gladiator or Spartan chariots is what it's called. Um, and he okay. makes he makes manual chairs that are like got mountain bike tires on them, so you can just oh, flow through stuff. Like, and he makes them custom right. for everybody. It's pretty sweet. Um, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, that's. That's definitely something I can see. I mean, I yeah, getting in the water, bro. Just getting in the pool, swimming. Yeah, uh, you know, I can, I can swim in the wheelchair. You know, like I'll be going to the gym here, you know, to the twenty four hour fitness. So, like, I get in the pool and I swim sometimes, but like, it's not the same. Like, you well, know, just taking your shoes off and putting your feet in the sand, and you know what I mean. Like, you don't get the same yeah, feeling. I just, went, I just went camping this weekend. We I went to a camping site in Ensenada in Mexico. Um, and the same thing, bro. Like I see people get to do what they what they want, and and it, it's tough sometimes. Like man, like I want to get in there, I want to do this, I want to do that, I want to get on the quads. So we're riding quads, horses, and all that. And I'm like, right. But you know, but it is what it is. Like I'm there, I'm with the family. Like I'm, you know, try to be grateful for that at least. Right, for sure. What's your um, what's your pain level like? My pain level, man. Honestly, um, is. I'll say it's like a six or a five. It's usually my lower back, bro. Like, but that's pretty much it. In my hands, my hands don't numb on me a lot. You know, I'm I'm a level T six, so I'm I still have my hands, but but they they be going numb a lot. Yeah, that's that's one thing for sure. That after 13 years, I've been Sounds experiencing like a circulation, a yeah, issue. Yeah, and, and they say it's carpal tunnel. My hands work, like I said, they don't look like they, they, they have carpal tunnel, like they're not shaky or close or nothing, but but I, I just recently got checked and ever since I had the carpal tunnel, so so I'm getting that checked out right now because, yeah. You think, that's right. you think that's something due to like pushing yourself around for all these years or? 
That's what they said. That's that's the only reason they told me too. Actually, that that yeah, you know, you just you so know, in your you case, know, a long power chair would have been better for you, maybe. Well, don't nah, not really. Yes and no. So well, yeah, in yes, certain, certain so, situations, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yes, because I could like get around easier. Absolutely right. But here, like where I live, like it's not hard to be around in the wheelchair. Like I could push to the to the to the gym. It's local right here by my house, right. so I could push in my wheelchair. It takes me like five minutes. You know, so it's and it's easy. The, the there's no grass, no hard grass, no dirt like that. It's all pavement, you know. Right, right. Um, so that keeps me in shape in a way. You know what I mean? And eventually, For you sure. know what? I, I'm gonna need it regardless. I know oh, eventually yeah. I am gonna need it, but might as well use what, use what you got. Yeah, until until you can't no more. Yeah, like I said, I go to the gym, bro. I try to work out, and so I, I do overuse them. You know, like. So now, now, back in the days, I remember when I was barely in the chair, I would go to the gym five days a week. Right now, I'm going like two or three. Right. I can't, I, I can't do this, the same. Like so, I try to make sure I take care of myself before, you know, before it gets worse. For sure. What's your um? I know what helps you the most. So after you like got injured and you were like, you know, realized that you were paralyzed, what's the biggest thing that helped you the most after that? <clears throat> I think working with the kids, yeah, working with the kids. Um, I saw life very in a very bad way, you know, when I was younger. So, so working with those kids, it humbled me, you know. Right. Um, the only reason I ended up working with them, uh, I remember in the beginning, I did not want to work with them. I didn't even want to get involved. Uh, but I had a friend that was from an LA gang. They ended up working here in San Diego, and she was already working with kids. Man, she used to invite me like, "Come on, talk to my kids," and I'm like, "You're crazy, fool!" Like. <laughs> like I ain't gonna, like you, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna help these kids. I'm gonna recruit them. That's how I used to think, bro. I told her I'm gonna recruit these kids into my gang. Like I'm not gonna right. tell them not to. Like, and she's like, "Fool, you crazy?" But let's go. Like, come on, let's go. And I'm like, and I didn't want to, bro, because I'm like, who the hell am I to go tell these kids anything about like not doing it when I didn't know how to not do it? Right. But one day I just took the chance, bro. I had done church. I had done all those things, bro. Like. To, so I was looking for something to help me, bro, like everybody else. Everybody finds whatever helps them, right? But I did the church thing. I did all that, and and that humbled me, too. But the kids, man, like, just seeing how they lived. And, and me, bro, I didn't have, like, my home life wasn't bad. But outside of home, it was bad. Right. So, you know, my parents didn't teach me this stuff. And a lot of these kids... Their parents teach them these things: how to get high, how to get in the gang, how how to be a gang member. And it's not like they're teaching them on purpose. They, that's that's just what they see. Right. So, and and that kind of humbled me, bro. That talking to these kids, learning about them, um, I learned the concept of emotional literacy, uh, of learning how to recognize your emotions and know how to react to them, bro. So, for example, if I got mad back in the days, I felt I had to react by being disrespectful and being violent. Right and 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 taking it to a level that it didn't have to go to, you know. If I would have checked my anger, I wouldn't be in the wheelchair, bro. I, I wouldn't be in the situation. I would I would have, maybe I I don't know where I would have been, bro. But I didn't have that skill to know how to check myself. Right. And 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 that's where I learned that working with those kids. I was a student before I, I became a, a teacher and a facilitator there. So, um, yeah, man, that really humbled me, and and I did it for ten years, and it was. It was awesome, man. While it lasted, it was awesome. Heck yeah. Um, what about your hobbies? What do you do for hobbies, like before and after? Did you keep the same ones, or you find new ones, or? 
Um, I'm the type of guy, bro, that I'll have a hobby for like six months and then I'll stop it for like six months. <laughs> like, so for example, the gym, right? I'll go to the gym hard for like six months and then eventually I'm going to take a break. And eventually, depending on, you know, being a dad, bro, like my day consists based on my kid, you know? So I have to, I, I don't like leaving her with, uh, leaving her with babysitters and stuff like that. Right. So either my wife is going to work or I'm going to work. So it all depends on where I'm at in life. Right. So if I'm so right now, I'm not really working. I'm basically a stay at home dad right now. I'm focusing on my podcast. We'll talk to you guys, you know, if you guys see me already. Uh, but that's what I've been focusing on. And and I'm able to do it right now, you know, while my wife is working and and, and all that. So let's talk so about that. Let's talk about the Wheel Talk uh, podcast. When did you when did you want to start that? Because I remember I don't know if it was you that said something, but I remember uh, like when you first started coming out with that. When was that? Let's talk about that real quick. Let's say um, the idea started when the pandemic happened, bro. Honestly, um, in 2020, I remember it was March. It was March 2020. And, um, and I remember a week before the school was going to be over or I was in the juvenile hall. So in the juvenile hall is different. They don't have the same school time period, you know. So they told me that, okay, after Friday, you're not coming back. And I'm like, why not? And they're like, oh, because of COVID. And I'm, I didn't know what COVID was, bro. I don't watch the news. I don't watch none of that shit. Like, I don't, I mind my business, right? So right. It's like, so when I heard about it, that's when I had so much free time. I had so much free time, bro. And I started watching a lot of podcasts. And well, I got into them. I got into them. You know, like Joe Rogan. Uh, I'm into like the Gangster Mafia guys. So like Michael Francis. Oh, yeah. Um, I like Michael. You know, all that, all that, you know, even Sammy, Sam, Sammy the Bull, all those type of things, bro. And, um, and, and eventually I just, I just enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. And at one point I thought about it and how, what if I started one? I didn't even have a name, bro, to be honest. I didn't even have a name on it. What if I started one? And things were going bad in my job, bro. There were certain things that were happening in my job that I didn't uh, go along with. And, um, and, you know, uh, other things happened. And so, Little by little, I was I was I was disillusioned with the organization, and I was like, "Well, maybe I should do the podcast, bro." And um, and then I, I, me and my wife were thinking about names, and I'm like, "Real talk." I'm like, "Real talk." I want to talk about real talk, real conversations. When I was working with these kids, bro, I would have real deep conversations about uh, how, how, why they why we they, why they were the way they were. And how comfortable they were about talking to me about their life, bro. It was so it was so crazy to me how they were so comfortable with me and they would speak to me and be so open and say things to me that they would never say to their parents. Right. Because like, they, they so, felt like you were one of them. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, bro. I never faked nothing. I was always myself. I never I, I me, in order for them to trust me, bro, I had to be vulnerable. So they would share because I would tell them my issues. Right. Even as a even as a twenty year old, thirty year old man, I still have issues. I'm not perfect. So, because I was able to do that with them, they would tell me theirs, and and I would help them recognize theirs at the same time, bro. Because they couldn't. You live a life so long, and you're so used to it. In order for you to understand that certain things that you're doing are wrong, it takes a while for you to snap out of it, you know. And, right. And sometimes you don't. You you take it too far to a point that that there's no back, no coming Can't back. Can't come back from. Yep. yep, I know what you mean there. Um, and so yeah, so, and so I had a few kids, bro. Twenty twenty two, I had like five kids, and end up in wheelchairs. The whole ten years I was working oh, with the kids, bro. Yeah, my last year I had five kids end up in wheelchairs. So that started motivating me because they took me back to when I was barely in the chair, bro. Like, you know, 
they always would tell me, what's the point, Anthony? What's the point of living? And, and bro, oh, man, that shit hits me. When he, when they would say that, I was like, wow. like, And, and I'm like, maybe I have to remind people that it's, it's all right. You know, like, I, I live a good life, bro. Sometimes I make it harder myself because I, sometimes I have a hard time with being in the chair. I make it look easy, bro, and I have what I have. Right. But this chair sometimes gets the best of me, you know. And uh, so, so yeah, and, and so little by little, I just started thinking of a name, started investing in it, uh, and and here we are, bro. And and I'm looking for people that are doing something with the wheelchair, bro. Uh, like no disrespect to people that are having a hard time with this. Like I understand, but I'm I'm looking for those people that that are doing the best they can to overcome it and not let it get to them and 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 still push forward you know what i mean because this sucks but right but that's kind of why i wanted to start this whole thing yeah exactly like you know the wheelchair wednesdays um was something that i wanted to do and i think there actually is if you look up wheelchair wednesday there's a girl that does it but she's just like documenting your life but i wanted to do something where i could talk to all kinds of different people with different injuries and see where they were at with it you know what i mean because even if you're having, like you said, some people don't know how to move forward. They're, they're just stuck. And they're like, you know, that that thought to just end it, you know what I mean, is always there. And we all have that. It never goes away. You know what I mean? It's just you gotta... Yeah, check it out. When I was barely in the chair, you know, I wanted to die, bro. Don't get me wrong. A lot of us think like that, right? But I didn't have the, the guts to kill myself. I didn't. Right. I couldn't do that, bro. I had I had too many people to disappoint that I couldn't do that. And... um. And these kids that I, that barely ended up in the chair, you know, they, they've barely been in the chair a year, year and a half. Um, they're struggling, bro. They're stuck on drugs. They're ending up worse than, than what they what they would be because drugs makes your body worse. So they're stuck on, on certain medication they shouldn't be on. They're doing street drugs. Uh, they've been suicidal. They've tried to kill themselves, like literally try to kill themselves. So those little things i was like man bro i didn't i didn't do this like i didn't i didn't i i did drugs when i was in the chair don't get me wrong but like in the early stages but i didn't i i didn't go that far how they're going where they're really giving up bro they're really right. giving up my, my well, first my first six months i was already by the time i got out, i went to jail after my six months barely being in the chair bro i got out like five months later and i was in the i was pretty much independent in the in those early stages like but these kids are still not independent they can't do that and their levels are even lower than mine like like they have more capability bro but right they 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 are having a very hard time with it man and so i try to see if i could do a little bit that i can to to motivate them because this is not well i think that once you find something that's that's worthy you know, like a worthy cause, such as what you're doing or like you know how i do the podcast or whatever if you find something that you want to do to either help yourself or somebody else um it almost becomes like it's like autopilot like you're just put here and this is what you're supposed to do you know what i mean like i thought about that the other day too i'm like man like we just go through these and we do them and like i know i put this all together but it's crazy how it just falls into place you know what i mean and how how it just happens i'm bro look check it out man this is how crazy this is the day i got um I got fired. I got fired from the job, right? Because, like I said, it got bad. But I got fired, right? And um, that same day I got fired, some guy had done a documentary about me. Like, in 2018, I won an award at Sharp uh, Hospital, Rehab Hospital. I won an award. It was, like, a big deal in 2018, I guess. Nice. And and from there, I met this guy named Randy. Shout out to Randy if he ever watches this. Shout Um, out, Randy. 
Yeah, he um he made an intro for me. So that intro that I posted, if you guys go to Wheel Talk on YouTube and you see my intro, he made that intro for me. So I'm like, hey, he that day he just contacted me randomly, bro. I, bro, I had not spoken with him for like a year, like randomly. He just hit me up like half an hour after I got fired, and so. I'm like, Randy, hey, bro, I didn't know nobody that could do stuff like that. So I'm like, hey, bro, I'm, I need help with this, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, just, I'm like, financially, I'll see how I can uh, figure it out, but but can you help me out? So he made me my intro, bro. Kind of like you said, little little by little, the, like everything was was coming into place. You know, the studio, I was talking to a homegirl that I had not spoken to in, in a year. I had not talked to her in forever. And she's like, what's up? What you been up to? So I'm telling her basically the stuff I'm telling you. And, um, hey, I know where to rent the studio. For how much? Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, wow, like, that's cheap. Let's go. I go check it out. And, and when you guys watch it on YouTube, that's the studio that I rent. Nice. And, and bro, and, and I have, you know, my brother's been helping me out with it, too. And it's it's been little by little, bro. I'm just, I'm just, I enjoy podcasting, bro, so why not do yeah, it? Yeah, it's definitely fun. I mean, it's, all in all, the, the basic emphasis of it is just conversation. You know what I mean? We're just having a conversation um, about a, a, t a certain topic or certain topics that other people might be interested in that they might be able to, you know, get something from and take something away from it. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. The last question I got on here for you is what is the biggest piece of advice that you would give somebody who is newly injured? Focus on your therapy. Physical therapy, your physical therapy should be the most important thing based on your level, obviously, based on what your abilities and what you could do. But um, I think my body would be a little more different if I if I took care of myself a little bit better in the beginning. Like I said, in the beginning, bro, I was doing drugs. I was on Oxycontins. I was smoking weed. I was drinking. I was doing math. Right. Um, I was doing like, heavy drugs, bro. So so that messed me up in the beginning stages. and. And, you know, so I suggest stay, focus on your therapy. The reason why I even say it also is because it's going to help you in your independence. Yeah. That's really You're what the first we one to say that. I when, think. You, when you think about it, when you think about it, you want, that's what you want the most. Yeah. You want to be independent, not somebody not to help, help, help you in the bathroom, change you, none of that shit. Like push, even push you, you know, so like that's what's important. Focus on that. The earlier, the better. The more you could do in the beginning, the better, because you're going to figure it out quicker how to maneuver in your chair, bro. Mm -hmm. I've broken so many chairs. I've done so much crazy shit in there because I'm doing here too much. Back then, bro, I would let people jump in my chair and just play with it. <laughs> my, homies, oh, my, homies would get my, my homies would get in my chair and they'll be falling on it. Me not thinking that those those falls are fucking up the chair. Yeah. Right? And so those chairs like, okay, ain't cheap, yeah. Them bitches are. Yeah, like, and they ain't cheap. And thousands I ended up of dollars. In the couch for like a week. I ended up in the couch for like a week, bro. I was like, wow, like nah, like I, I started learning from my mistake. I've been stuck in elevators, like shit, like. Right. Damn. Yeah, bro. Like I'm falling off the stairs. Like. I had to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So your therapy, man. Focus on your physical therapy, mental therapy too, man. If you could find it, if you if there's somebody out there you trust that you know you could share those things with man those personal things that, that, that you struggle with find a man you know mine is my wife and and that and that and that was even hard too because it's still uncomfortable to talk about those things with her but right but i learned how to do it working with the kids bro i learned how to be myself how to how to just like when i have a hard time with it she knows like she knows you know what i mean and oh yeah and so i have that support no doubt that's awesome for sure 
Heck yeah, man. Well, it's been a blast. Um, you know, like I said, for everybody that's watching, we're going to put all his links down at the bottom. Uh, once this ends, it usually takes about 20 minutes to 30 minutes um, for everything to load up. So give us a minute to put that in there. Then go check him out. Uh, we'll talk on YouTube. Uh, Mr. Tony Neary. Let's give it up for him, guys. Thank you, bro. Thank you, man. All Appreciate right. you, bro. Thank you Good to see you. Yeah, Absolutely. Nice to meet you and stay in contact. Yeah, yeah, stay with me real quick. Tony, we're about to come right back to you. But for everybody else, if you enjoyed this, go ahead and give it a like, thumbs up, share it, tell your peeps. If you want to come on and join an episode of Wheelchair Wednesday, you just got to hit me up. Send me a message. Comment in the video. We'll get you on eventually. We, we are running out until December almost right now. But um, we're going, man. We're doing it. So, Tony, thanks for joining us. Everybody else, we will catch you on the next Wheelchair Wednesday. Thanks for watching.